towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercies I see day after day. One more time, and we're going to invite everybody to join in with us. Great is your mercy. Great is your mercy. Your loving kindness. Oh, Lord, your tender mercy. Day after day. Forever faithful, faithful, and you're always providing for me, Lord. For me, great is your grace. Great, great is your Perseverance. Perseverance. Hebrews was written to affirm that the worship of Jesus is the divinely appointed outcome of Judaism. Hebrews proclaims that living by faith in Jesus is superior to trying to keep the rigors of the Mosaic covenant. At the time of the writing, the 
infant church was suffering persecution from two powerful forces, the Roman Empire and the Jewish Sanhedrin Council. Under Roman persecution, Christians were being fed to lions and burned at the stake. Under Sanhedrin persecution, Christians were being wrongfully incarcerated and stoned to death. Such harsh persecution had caused many that had pledged themselves to Jesus to turn back to Judaism. But there were some who held fast and refused to give up on Jesus. Now, it may sound cliche, but a truth of life is that nothing worth having comes without having to endure some setback. This is true of everything in life, but it is particularly true of the church and the African-American church in particular. We are under attack from a number of systems. The African-American church was the unifying force behind the civil rights movement, the greatest movement in the history of this nation for the cause of Christ and for human justice and equality. But ever since the mid-1960s, there has been a consistent, relentless effort to erode the strength of the black church so that no similar movement can ever threaten the empire's status quo again. While everybody is upset about white folks wearing blackface, the greater threat to our progress and unity is black preachers spouting messages of self-hatred and self-loathing in the name of Jesus, pimped by conservative white dollars who underwrite their ministry as a means to keep us divided and weak. The greater threat is black people who flock to white-led churches and give their financial support to ministries that will not help our people rise from the poverty that ensnares and cripples us. I'm not surprised by white politicians wearing blackface and making jokes about us at their social functions, but I care more about black people who are so enamored with pleasing white folk and fitting in with white folk that they check their personal integrity and dignity at the door and invest in the very systems that were set up to bring about our demise. The African-American church is under attack. And in response to that attack, we have to make a choice. Are we going to succumb 
or are we going to persevere? In the face of their persecution, these Jewish Christians were succumbing. They were abandoning Jesus and going back to Judaism. And my concern today is that too many of us are making the same choice. But I hear the old hymn writer ask, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? But I hear him answer his own question and say, no, there's a cross for everyone. And there's a cross for me to combat this falling away. The writer of Hebrews reminds his readers that Jesus is the way. He says in the 11th chapter that faith is essential in our perseverance. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And then he gives several illustrations of faith. He calls the role of those who endured hard times and persevered. He lifted up Abel and Enoch and Noah. He lifted up Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Joseph. He lifted up Moses and Rahab. Gideon and Barak, Samson and Jephthah, David and Samuel. And having laid his foundation in the 11th chapter, the writer gives his conclusion in the 12th chapter. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on. It means that we better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit. The New International Reader's Version translates it this way. Run with perseverance the race that has been marked out for us. This is a relevant word for the church today. We must make it our mission to persevere. We must make it our mission to persist no matter what. We must make it our mission to endure hardness as good soldiers of Jesus Christ. And we must know that we can't do it by ourselves. But the writer reminds us that we can persevere if we do the right things. First, to persevere, we must be willing to strip down. Stripping down suggests letting go of things that hinder our ability to persevere. But if we're going to make it, then we must be willing to let some things go. 
Too many of us want to look back at what we used to do and where we used to go. But if you're not careful, trying to relive yesterday can weigh you down. It's all right to think about yesterday. But if you try to relive your yesterday, you'll end up hurting yourself. Carrying yesterday's hurts can keep you unready for today's opportunities. Carrying yesterday's fears can make us unready for today's blessing. Trying to employ yesterday's solutions to today's problems makes us ill-equipped and unable to respond to the challenges that are before us. If we are to persevere, then we must strip down by letting go of the things that hinder us. I hear Paul offer this testimony, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things that are before. I press toward the mark of the high call of Jesus Christ. It's bad, particularly when talking about spiritual things, to think in terms of what I left behind. I sometimes hear folk talk about all that they sacrificed for the Lord. But let me remind you today that anything that you have sacrificed for God must be counted out of the abundance that he has blessed you with in the first place. For all that you have, comes from the Lord. When you talk about your time, I want you to remember that it was God that caused you to wake up this morning and see another day. When you talk about your energy, I want you to remember that God is the one that keeps health in your body and activity in your limbs. When you talk about your money, Just remember, God said, the silver is mine. The gold is mine. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So when you talk about all that you gave up to serve the Lord, you ought to remember where it all came from in the first place. The writer urges us to persevere by remembering to first strip down. And then he says, after you strip down, you have to start running. Now, running suggests intentionality and determination. When you look back at Hebrews 11, the writer calls the role of those who were intentional and determined in the face of hardship. It was a moment of hardship in Abraham's life 
when God told him to offer his son Isaac as a sacrifice. Isaac was the fulfillment of a promise. Isaac was all that Abraham had prayed for. But even though Abraham must have been tempted to disobey God, Abraham started running with intention and determination up to Mount Moriah. And because of Abraham's faith, God spared Isaac and provided a ram in the bush. It was a moment of hardship for Moses and the children of Israel on the banks of the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army had moved up behind them. And the Red Sea was spread out before them. The people got mad with Moses and said we should have stayed where we were. But in his hardship, Moses stayed the course with intention and determination. And God caused the waters to part. And God brought them safely to the other side. I'm trying to tell you that if we are to persevere, we've got to strip down and start running. We need some intentionality. And we need determination. A wavering faith won't stand up to heartache. An immature faith can't take disappointment. A faith that's burdened with the weight of yesterday's problems won't hold up under pressure. But if we strip down and if we start running, the promise is that we have a companion with us that will go all the way. And that leads to my final point. The writer says that after you strip down and after you start running, you must not quit. And the question may be asked, how do I run without quitting? And the answer that comes back is you do it by fixing your focus on Jesus. Jesus is dependable. He won't let us down. I've tried other things, and I've learned that they're not dependable. I've tried people, and people have broken my heart. I've tried conditions, but I've learned that the sun may be shining one moment and the rain will fall the next moment. I even tried to depend on myself, but I learned that even when I would do good, evil was present on every hand. But before I quit, 
I shifted my focus and I put my eyes on Jesus. And I learned that when you fix your focus on him, he's able to keep you running. He knows your need and he's able to meet your need. The writer says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and he despised the shame. And right now he sat down at the right hand of the father. And I know that if Jesus finished the race, and if he's running with me, he'll enable me to finish my course. I've learned that if you keep your hand in his hand, he will bring you through. There's no promise in scripture that you won't have to cry sometime. There's no promise that you won't have to hurt sometime. But the promise is if you hold on a little while longer, Jesus will enable you to persevere. He will keep you when the storms of life are raging. He will guide your feet. And he will hold your hand. He will make your enemies behave. He will keep you when others around you are falling. And so I've made up my mind that no matter what happens, I'm going to stay with Jesus. I'm going to strip down. And I'm going to start running. And I will never stop until he calls me home. If I run until he calls, I know everything will be all right. If I run until he calls, I know that there's something good waiting for me on the other side if I walk in the pathway of duty if I work till the close of the day I'll see the great king in his beauty when I've gone the last mile of the way I came to declare we can make it no matter what others do no matter how they try to bring us down we can make it if you just keep on keeping on he's able 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 to make rough places plain able to make crooked places straight able to making enemies leave you alone able to bring joy out of sorrow able 
to bring hope out of despair. He's able, 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 able. Yeah.